Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Jake. And this is We, we Trust, Trust the, the Process, Process, a podcast about The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it and we watch it together. Because we're engaged. And we love love. We love love <laughs> and the truest kind of love, which is, is Bachelor the, love. Is the kind that you find on the television. <laughs> <laughs> That's This is week four, which we're calling... Welcome to the woods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was the best part of the episode. It was my favorite part. Yep. Because I think I think every time I go out into nature, I would like for there to be uh, an survival ex, ex expert special forces man standing yeah. there with his wife welcoming me to the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Dream big. Oh. All right, so we open this week with a hummingbird. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, Becca in the swimming pool. Becca, young Becca. Becca M. Uh, and some ladies talking about how young Becca is. And she's not ready because they're 14 years apart. Yeah, she's 14 years younger than Ari, which is a significant gap. So they're setting the stage for that to be a main source of conflict this week mm -hmm. also hummingbirds too many hummingbirds also crystal said she's going to be the voice of reason for ari because everybody's delusional still yeah everybody is delusional and crystal is the only person who is who's there for him who like knows who's there for yeah. yeah um i want to talk a little bit more though about this becca being young thing the tone in which they were talking about how much younger she is was as if she had an STD and like needed to disclose it to him yeah. before something happened. Yeah. Like not like it's just how old she is. Right. Especially because some of these women were three years older than her. <laughs> Makes a big difference. <sighs> yeah. It was, it was very severe. Yeah. So Chris Harrison comes in to the house and he's got uh, some bad news. He's got some bad news. Um, he says that things are only going to get harder from here. That there's no dates this week in Los Angeles. They're going to South Lake Tahoe. Woo! Everyone's Woo! pumped. He says that um, they will be traveling literally around the globe. <laughs> and so they jump. They make that that really that significant first trip from california to south lake tahoe to nevada <laughs> like probably an hour and a half which flight. i think borders california yes. mm -hmm. great uh yeah i think yeah. it like nests into that little bottom part with the yeah. corner thing yep because right above that is arizona oh i don't know and then don't get me started on that Colorado's in that four corners. This is, not a, this is not a map podcast. Geography podcast. Yeah, don't talk about me about mapography. Mm, and then there's Arizona as well. So they're going to South Lake Tahoe, and Jenna really wants a one on one. And there's no way that's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna, who has only done one thing on this show, and that is just like ridden all over. Yeah, she she. She, mounted she got him. up on there last last episode. Um, oh, yeah. We forgot to mention we're a week behind. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Whoopsies. we tried to record last week, but Hulu was broken. Yeah. So we like tried one night and tried another night. Could not log into Hulu and we Googled it and everybody was having problems. So uh, you can check. 
if you don't believe us. And then we tried the next night, and the same thing was happening. After Hulu working all day long, yeah, it or there were working. people reporting it at being out. So we took it as a sign that we weren't meant to do it. And then, so we're doing it now. Yeah. Uh, and we will maybe record again Fingers tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Yeah, who knows? We'll see what Hulu's feeling up to <laughs> and roll with it. So, yeah. So Jenna... Jenna wants, wants the one on one date. Yeah, no. Uh, but I, I someday, that would be great to see. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like she would go home if she got a one-on-one date. Yeah. But uh, who knows, you know? I, I want to learn more about her. I think it's unfortunate that she got the that edit. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm glad that she got her, I don't know, grind on. <laughs> got her grind on. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... Then we we get our normal travel montage. So it looks like Tahoe has black bears, uh, boats, parasailing, Canadian geese, Ariana Rock, the Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, uh, which looks out at a golf course. The Hard Rock Cafe seems like one of the premier destinations in South Lake Tahoe. That if I were to go there, I would absolutely want to visit that one. Yeah, we saw a lot of the Hard Rock Cafe this episode, which. To me, makes me much less inclined to visit Tahoe. But did you see that beautiful restaurant in South, <laughs> in the Hard Rock Cafe in South Lake Tahoe? Um, yeah, I did. You mean the one whose entrance kind of reminds you of an Applebee's with like weird blue neon lighting and guitars for door handles? Oh, like fake guitars. I mean, that's pretty rad. Guitar cutouts. Yeah, because you're in the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, and you never know. There might be a private concert or something going on, oh. or or a concert with a platform. We'll All see. All sorts if you're of lucky. great stuff happens at the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> so the women um, make it to their um, little house that they're staying at, which is like this cool cabin in the woods. Yep. There's lots of taxidermy around, so Kendall's palms. Yes. And they run into this place. Like, I wish that people, I wish that this was the way that everybody entered a house, every new place. Like, it was like a, a music video or something. Like, oh just my God. Screaming and just like looking like they're going to tear the place up, like they're yeah. going to ransack it. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if you were, I don't know, like at the grocery store and that's how everybody <laughs> ran into it? Like, whoa. Do you see this? Oh my Mountain god, it's me- on sale. <laughs> there must be a meteor crashing somewhere nearby. <laughs> What's happening? No, everybody's just really enthusiastic about coming inside. Oh, imagine being the, the person that works at like a hotel and somebody just like bursts in the doors. I'm here. I'm here from my room. <laughs> yeah. So Kendall loves the taxidermy. Yeah. And then they just kind of like hang out for a little bit until the table knocks on the door. Yeah, there's always like very aggressive door knocking, <laughs> and then they open it to find this little little end table that somehow made that big knock. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's like they got it from the Beauty and the Beast. Oh, the house. it turns into like the armoire, the, the Beast's house, the Beast's house. What's its name? Be- beast. The table is named Beast. That's confusing. Yeah, it, it's really confusing. <laughs> Actually, Beast wasn't so good at naming I think things. So his name Beast is Woody. <laughs> Because it's made of wood. No, I I understand that. I think Woody... (laughs) Sure, we'll go with Woody. Sorry, you were saying something. No, I was going to say that Beast doesn't have a big imagination, so he just named everyone after himself. Yeah, but we know that's not true. 
Why is that? Well, we know it from watching the Disney version of Beauty and the Beast, well, that's, not the live action both version. They're Disney versions. Okay. One of them is animated and one's live action. Yeah, so the animated one, because the live action one does not exist to me. <laughs> Still taking a hard stance on that. Yeah, you gotta, you need, everybody needs to have, you know, they have to have convictions. Irrational convictions. And my, <laughs> my maybe only conviction that I will never see that movie. Now, do you feel this way about all of the live action remakes that yes. are being made? Cinderella, or... she can go die too. Okay, Aladdin. There was a live action. There's going Aladdin? to be a live action. I will action not Aladdin. watch that. I think Lion King. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Lion King. No. Jungle Book. No, no. See that I, I will continue to say no to all of these things. <laughs> Toy Story. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even care for Toy Story as a... Oh, that's actually got a Woody in it. <laughs> that's what he named the table after? Yeah. Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> he named it after the movie that came out 15 years after it was made. <laughs> I'm going to have to think about that if there are any cartoon movies that I would want to see as live action. Well, most of them have like animals as the main characters, so it gets a little weird. Yeah. I think I'd like to see that the Katamari video game <laughs> as live action. Yeah. That's just, I think it would, that would be fun. How would that work? I don't know. It'd be really hard. They'd have to like be gluing things <laughs> all together. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, it's just like a white screen because oh, everything got, got rolled up. Rolled up into that Katamari, mm -hmm. the Katamari ball. Yeah. That's the only thing I'd see. <laughs> <laughs> the live action Katamari game. <laughs> All right. Oh boy. <laughs> Back to what's the show. show. What's the show even about? So a date card arrives on Woody the knocker table <laughs> and it's for CN and it says, let's let our love soar. And surprisingly, soar is spelled S-O-R-E. Is it really? So I think it's going to be something that's going to make them soar. It wasn't spelled as sorry, <laughs> but that's you know how they always do that. Yeah. I think that would be funny if the if it had been, but it and was then like they a had to like sit around and be like, "Well, what is that? Doesn't seem good." <laughs> it was just a typo. Like, yeah, they they're just gonna do repetitive labor. Yeah, and they get blisters or something. They're just gonna bust up rocks with sledgehammers or something. Yeah, but no. Okay, so instead it was sore s o. AR. Yeah, that's the one. And Sienna is very nervous, and so are a lot of the other women, that because the last one-on-one -on -one date ended with the person going home, she thinks, she's and they get, think, that Ari is using one-on-ones as a way to send people home, which is just so dumb. Yeah. Like, yeah, what a waste of time. Let's see, I could hang out with someone that I think I might marry or I could spend the whole day with someone who I don't like at all and just want to send home yeah. in this very long, drawn-out way. <laughs> <laughs> no. Doesn't make any sense yep. at all. So Ari shows up at their house and welcomes them to Tahoe and tells Sien that she should bring warm clothes because I think it's cold in Tahoe. And he drives her away in a big red racist truck. Just because it's a big red pickup truck doesn't make it racist. <laughs> This is not a slight against people who drive pickup trucks. It's a slight against uh, 
racist trucks. Racist trucks, like the one in Supernatural. Yeah, so we're, we're watching Supernatural sometimes. Yeah. And my favorite episode still is the one where there's a big racist truck that comes and kills people. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it just so happens that the world is filled, it seems, more and more with racists who drive trucks and live <laughs> near us. So I see them sometimes. Oh, yeah. Where they... Well, it's usually like the bumper stickers that let you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's not just I see a truck and I say that. Pro- I mean, that happens too sometimes, but I keep that to myself usually. Uh, yeah, it's usually the bumper stickers that it's, give it it's away. It's usually the one that's like... Uh, You're in America now. Speak my language. Or like, fuck off. America's full. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's That's great. my favorite one. Those Those people are the best. Yeah. Anyway, okay, where were we? Racist truck. Uh, the racist truck. Okay, so Ari drives her away in this big red truck that is probably not racist, and I'm sorry for um, <laughs> jumping to conclusions and stereotyping. It's probably just a lovely truck. It's very inclusive. Yeah. And so the women are all sure that she's not coming back ever. Yeah. Especially Crystal. Oh, let's, I don't even care. I don't want to talk about her. <laughs> So then they're on their date, and then we cut back to the house where the women are all looking through binoculars because, you know, they're in the forest. And I think it's nice that the place they're staying provides them with binoculars. Yeah. I would appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And they say, one of them says the dumbest thing. Wow, these trees look very close. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how... Because they... No, because they are close. They're, first of all, they are very and close. And you're you looking have binoculars. at them with binoculars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they can see them parasailing. Yeah, so they're just kind of creeping on them. From a very far distance. Yeah. Oh, I can see. That's definitely those two. Oh, they're kissing. No, they're not. It's not possible to kiss while you're parasailing. No. You're like on a stick away from someone. Yeah. So Chelsea is anxious about not getting the one-on-one because she's a mom and she... She needs that time. She needs that time. I thought, so I predicted that this was going to be a storyline. For the episode, and mm. I was incorrect. You were incorrect, unfortunately, because this would have been more interesting than some of the other ones. Or I not. do kind of hope that Chelsea gets her time soon. Yeah, because she's just kind of biding her time at the house. Like, she doesn't get to spend that much time with him. Right. And she, but to be fair, she did seem more interested in this than she did with spending time with her child. Yeah, because she said it was like, this is more it interesting. It had good and bad times. Yeah. But like this is definitely worth it. I don't, oh yeah, it was it was a kind of like a back. Chelsea's kinda. fine. She just needs to get her time, and get home to her kid. Yeah. All right. Parasailing. They go parasailing. Mm-hmm. It looks fun. Not a whole lot happens. No, we went parasailing one time. We did. I was very scared. You didn't want to go. I've developed a fear of heights. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like when that happened. I don't like. Is that a you turn know. thirty and all of a sudden you're afraid of dying in all new ways <laughs> <laughs> did, did you enjoy it when we went parasailing mm-hmm. no maybe for like the first minute and then i started thinking about what would happen if the cord snapped <laughs> and i couldn't stop thinking about it and then but i didn't want to say it to you because i didn't want you to start thinking about it and oh. like ruin your time see i i don't think i would have been freaked out by it I and think I would have. Said I would have assur- tried to reassure you that yeah, that's not going to happen. I didn't let you have that chance. Well, so I went parasailing once before years ago yeah. when I was in college, and I did enjoy it, mm-hmm. and I remembered enjoying it, and that's why I wanted to do it with you. Yeah. And then 
like it you didn't was enjoy just it so much not the same experience at no. all i don't know if like i was higher up in the air oh, okay. like it felt it just felt very scary yeah it did seem like we did it for a long time uh, yeah they i mean we got our money's worth we went like pretty far yeah um but yeah i do not know what would happen if we had been like cut loose cut loose i guess cut we would loose. just like land in the water but we yeah. were along the we were along the little beach and city area. We probably would have sailed for a little while. Crashed into a building. And crashed into a building. We would have been okay. Whew, yeah, I'm glad that that didn't happen. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they seem to have a good time parasailing, um, but we don't really know. Then they are sitting on the shore of Lake Tahoe at drinking champagne. There were lots of like vignettes of people drinking champagne this episode where it just like didn't really seem to match. Yeah, because like you're out in the woods and stuff. Let's have some champagne. Yeah, or you're in a hot tub. Yeah, let's drink champagne. I think in Bachelor they're in hot tubs with champagne a lot. Yeah, I guess it just felt weirder this time because they were also in the forest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So they. So then they start to talk, uh, and Sienna asks about how often he sees his family, and he says, like, every other day. They talk about his brother getting married uh, in a castle surrounded by a moat. Mm -hmm. And Sienna talks to us and tells us that she's guarded, and she hasn't been in love in a while, but she's really trying to just, like, stay open and put herself out there. And... She actually says something to Ari about being nervous about going home because she's on the one-on-one, which I was like, yes, thank you. Because usually they push this stuff until the evening part of the date. Yeah. Like the whole day has gone by and you're really anxious and you're really nervous and like, or you have this like stupid idea that you're going to go home because it's a one-on-one and you just like worry about it all day. So instead she like said it. Yeah. And brought it up and, and gave him a chance to reassure like, oh, her. Oh, no, no, no. That's not the case at all. Yeah. So I thought that was great. Uh, and he said that she's interesting. Uh, and they kiss. And then we cut back to the house where Mikkel is, has a cell phone. So you know something's weird. Um, she's calling home to find out that her grandfather died, uh, which was unexpected. And she goes home. Yes. And Marie says that she wants her to come back or she deserves to come back or something. Um, and I wrote expect drama because I expect drama. If somebody comes her back. Coming back. But then Ari talked about it later and it seemed like, like she's gone for good. Yeah. Yep. So he must not have really like had much of a connection there. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Um, so then the table knocks on the door again. Yeah. Woody. <laughs> Woody. Woody makes his grand return. It's like, hey, I'm here. Um, and it's this time it's got a group date card, mm-hmm. and it's got Chelsea. It has everybody but Becca M. Okay, that's even better. So Becca M gets a one-on-one. Yep. Uh, then we see the night part of the date at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. Uh, riveting. And when they walk in, Sienna's like, this is a nice restaurant. <laughs> They're walking to like the Applebee's this bar. This is the best Applebee's I've ever been to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
um, they they like do a toast and he winks at her and she's like, yeah, you'll have to teach me how to wink. And like he doesn't say anything. And yeah. It's really awkward. <laughs> yeah, because you're very good at it. Also, like, how do you teach someone how to wink? You don't. I don't think that you can. Like, close one of your eyes. <laughs> Ooh, that was a little slow. Try to do it faster. That <laughs> too, was just, too fast. That was too really fast. Creepy. That looked very scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not really a skill that you can teach another person. No. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't Oh, we should like see if there are winking there. lessons on Craigslist. I bet you the person who. <laughs> we should offer them. Who knows? Maybe that's like a service that people are looking for. And it's the next big thing. Oh. We could make a make our first million. Let's make sure we edit that out so people don't steal our idea. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or we, we copyright it. Nobody else can do it. So she asks why he hasn't been in love in five years, and we get the same answer that we got before. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they're showing that people are asking this question. Yeah. Kind of thinking about what his deal is. Yep. And uh, then CN talks about how there aren't that many like fairy tales where a black female lives happily ever after. So she really hasn't had that to look up to. Um, so she's kind of partially still worried about how she's not going to like be able to do that because she's never seen that for someone like herself. Right. Uh, and also she had, didn't have a good experience with her parents' relationship. Um, so she didn't have a lot of models of like, love being this like easy nice thing Mm -hmm. um she says that when she was 14 years old she decided not to love anyone that's pretty hard but then like quickly added that she has since changed her Mm -hmm. mind yeah but it's still (laughs) yeah i mean like at 14 i'm not going to love anyone yeah i i think that's an interesting thing for a 14 year old to think Hmm. i mean that's probably around the time that her parents vincenzo our parents were not... One of our house bugs just flew over. Oh, yeah, that to, was confusing. To make a guest appearance on the podcast. Hey, Vincenzo, how's it going? Oh, hey. How's it? How are you doing? I love this show. I love this show. It's my favorite podcast. <laughs> it's such a good show. <laughs> I love love. <laughs> okay, well, you can just hang okay. out right there. Thanks. If you have anything else to say, just uh, let keep, us... keep it to yourself. Start your own podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no special guests. Um, yeah, so I was thinking that maybe around that time that could have been... When, or when she yeah, was 14. definitely. But I just think that that's kind of an exceptional thing for a kid where the, I don't know, people would tend to think like that kids have this unrealistic thought of like, oh, I definitely. I will know. be in love. and yeah. yeah. Like I'd like that she's independent like that. And she mm-hmm. didn't think that she needed other people. Maybe. I mean, she took it a little far, but. Yeah. But Ari does say that. This could be the start of something amazing, and this could be our love story. Yeah, that was that was a lot. Yeah, well, yeah. So he must be he must be feeling it. So he gives her the rose, and he's like, "But wait, there's one more thing. There's always one more thing." Um, and it's a concert. It's a concert because they're at the Hard Rock Cafe, so you got to have some hard rock. So it was at, for the first time ever. It was a band that I've heard of. Yeah, for like a song that I've heard before. Yeah, the that's called Lanco. Yeah, if I heard the name, I wouldn't have known who no, that was. No, me neither, or seen the person. Um, but they, he plays country music and sings a song about love. Yeah. Uh, so then they do that terrible thing of having to stand on a platform and dance around while all these people look and take pictures with their yeah, phone. It's so awkward. It's so awkward. Oh, also she's holding a rose while they're dancing. Yeah. That makes it even more awkward. 
Right, because she's dancing and there's a rose around. Oh my goodness, it's so hard to dance with a rose in your hand. I think so. I would think so too. All right, so then we move on to the group date. The fresh air group date. Uh, Tia is very nervous about all of these savage women that she's with. (laughs) So what's the deal with the term savage? I cringe every time I hear it. I don't think that, I mean, I know why you cringe. I think of it like like Pocahontas. Yeah, and people call Native American or used to call Native Americans savage and things like that when they were like dominating It's like it's a scary word for me. Like it's a thing we shouldn't be calling people. Yeah. I don't know. Because even like what is it in reference to? Like when you're saying that people are savage, it's still, isn't it still harking back to its application yeah, but like not even necessarily just to Native Americans, but to like any um indigenous people or yeah. wild people or yeah. like Yeah. I don't right? know. I th- well yeah, but I think its usage more is now like people will be like, Oh that that was so savage or like that was like a sick burn. That was savage, like that sort of thing. Yeah. That's how I I think it's something that we're gonna stop saying. <laughs> yeah, I don't really I mean I never say oh. no like as a people. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like you and I. I was like, it's not a big word that we use. <laughs> I'm declaring it right now. This household no longer says that word. See, I'll only use it like in a... Um, when you're talking about Savage Garden? Yeah, the, the, my favorite band, Savage Garden. No, more like... <laughs> Anytime I need to see... <laughs> <laughs> no, like when... Uh, I don't know. I don't even know when I say it. (laughs) I'm just filling in because you seem like you don't know what you're talking about. No, more like when, I don't know, if somebody does something that's very like, um, in a joking way, like if I were to not use like my salad fork when I'm eating salad, I'd be like, oh, that's so savage. Yeah, I still, I don't think you should say that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I I don't think it's a super derogatory thing but oh it makes me so nervous i don't think it's a good word to use but they have it on instagram it's one of like the stickers you can add yeah so i don't know instagram's not racist so i don't know but like insta it also has that like yes thing yeah which is like is also problematic because it was appropriated from yeah from gay culture right yeah but is now disconnected from that and yeah so Mm -hmm. Okay. Anyway, so maybe Instagram is racist or something. <laughs> Spread the word, everyone. <laughs> you heard it here first. All right. So Crystal thinks that she's the only compatible person with Naturally. Ari. Uh, Kendall thinks this date is made for her because it's outside. She expects to shine. Mm-hmm. And this is this is the highlight of the, sh- the episode. This is where we meet Michael Hawk. A retired Green Beret combat commander who says, ladies, welcome to the woods. Welcome to the woods. We, I laughed so hard when that happened, and then I made you rewind it, <laughs> yeah. and we watched it again. So we could watch it, it again. It was hysterical. It was really funny. Uh, he, he introduces himself and explains that he's been in a lot of wars. <laughs> this guy seemed so fake. Like, how many wars, Michael? How many wars have you been lots in? Lots of them. It's this seems like something like a fifteen-year-old wrote. Been in so many wars in some gnarly places. Yep, and I'm here with my uh, beautiful wife, my, lo- lovely, my lovely wife, wife Rose, Ruth, Ruth, who is surprisingly British. <laughs> yeah, when she says, "Like, 
Oh, yeah. Hello. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I wasn't going to do uh, like a Cockney accent because... Me neither. But you did. Oh, you, I did? Oh, that was... <laughs> How I say hello. Hello. (laughs) No, she was saying that the wilderness is kind of like love. Oh, yeah. It's just like it. Survival. Survival and a little bit of danger. (laughs) So they're going to teach them survival skills to deal with the black bears. And first things first, they ask um, everyone, like, who has your period? (laughs) Because you need to go home. Oh, God. Uh, no, that's not what they said. That was not brought up. I thought that was the first thing you need to be worried about with bear safety. That's not a real who's thing. menstruating. That's not a real thing. No, the real first thing that they had to do was pee in a bottle, which is which sounds is equally ridiculous. Yeah, so they hand hand out bottles. Like fancy bottles. Yeah. See, I don't know if these bottles are like just regular water bottles. Well, c- right, because special bottles exist, I right, think, that filter. purify yeah. water. Yeah. Uh, they don't talk about that, so it's no. not good product placement. No. for if, if that's the case and those people gave uh, Bachelor Nation those for free, they should Get complain. their money back. They should get their money back. Get their bottles back now that their pee bottles. they've been peed in. So... Ari pretends to drink his, but apparently it's just apple juice. Yeah, it's not really. It was actually so pee. Nobody actually drinks their pee, which is which is, I think, good. Yeah. Um. Somebody was about to. Yeah. And <laughs> when they were going over like what they were about to do next, Lauren was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you can't make me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it would be really hard to drink pee, especially like warm. You'd be okay if it was chilled. I think it would be easier. Yeah. Because we'd probably have less, like, aroma. Maybe. I don't know. I've never I've never been around cold piss. <laughs> I've never... Yeah, I've never really... I guess I haven't either. But it just... I'm just thinking about, like, gross things. Like, isn't that, like, beer? Like, cold beer is easy... Is, like, less smelly. Oh, yeah. And, like, easier to drink than That's true. warm beer. Yeah. Which is why you want your Coors Light as cold as the Rockies. Right. So you don't have to taste it. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. All right. So they don't drink their pee. Uh, Kendall eats worms and some and kind of bug that pops in her mouth. And she just, she is delighted about this. Yep. Tia also partakes in eating and so does Ari. Yeah. and And Kendall kind of like steals Ari away uh, because it like starts snowing and it's really pretty and she kisses him and Crystal sees this. Yeah. And she is upset. Right. Of course she is. She is basically always upset, but she pretends like everyone else is the problem. Right. She is the problem. Yes. She just projects all of her things onto everybody else. Their next activity is to grab backpacks and maps and navigate through the forest uh they break into three teams and ari is on one of them so the other two teams are kind of bummed out about that yeah i think that the three teams had very different um like what's the word i'm looking for i don't know like demeanors about like what was happening with them the blue team obviously had ari 
So like they had a they were having a good time yep. because of that. The red team was kind of like snippy with each other, but it seemed like the green team was having like fun together, which I thought that was kind of fun. Yeah, it's good to have fun when you're lost in the woods. Yeah, but like the red the red team was just like they were all besides themselves with each other. I don't like you. Yeah. Well, and who knows? I mean, that could have just been like one minute that they showed us. Yeah. It wasn't like an episode of Survivor. <laughs> That's true. So they all found their way slowly to like a uh, an oasis. Cabin. An oasis. Yeah. With a sign that said, Congrats, you survived. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like that was an option that they might have died. And this is where they're in the hot tub drinking champagne. Crystal is panicking and talking about how everyone else is all these things and blah, blah, blah. It's very boring and terrible. Oh my God. Just over and over again. Yeah. So we get to the night part of the date where Ari had a lot of fun during the day, but he'd really like to get to know the women in a deeper level. So they, you know, they're in like the cabin together and he gives a nice toast in talking about that stuff. And then he steals Lauren first. Mm -hmm. So nobody got a chance to grab him away. And he has a surprise set up for, her, which is a blanket and a fire, which I was thinking Bibiana actually set it up. <laughs> <laughs> They've actually kept Bibiana on just to set up special, <laughs> special places for Ari to make out with people that aren't her. Yeah. Poor Bibiana. <laughs> Um, that's funny. Yeah, oh god! And then during this point, uh, Lauren says something. Oh, I know you're looking for someone with a flexible schedule. Well, yeah. So what are you looking for other than a flexible schedule? <laughs> like what? what? Yeah, I, I want to hear the conversation that that came out of. Yeah. Uh, and he says, like, he wants to have an equal partnership. So. Uh, someone to be the cheerleader for, like where they need to have their own things going on mm -hmm. and vice versa. Uh, and she says that she's interested in that as well. And I like that. I like that that's how he's putting it out there. It's not Definitely. like, well, I just want someone to be supportive of whatever I want to do. Yeah. Vincenzo is currently walking down your... <laughs> he was in my hair a second your ago. Your headphone cord. Yeah, he's everywhere. He was on my notes. <laughs> he's a busy, busy little dude. He likes to hang out with me. <laughs> Like he, he and I just like hang out and watch Antiques Roadshow sometimes. Oh yeah. <laughs> I came home the other night and Jake walked over to the door to greet me and had Vincenzo on his hand and said that they had been watching Antiques Roadshow together. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. It's the little things. Yep. The next person that got some time to talk to him was Kendall. And they both liked how the date challenged challenged them and Ari says she was really brave yeah because she was eating all the bugs and stuff yeah and she's like I've always wanted to eat a bunch of bugs <laughs> he wants to know more about taxidermy and she talks about how she brought Ping the duck with her and he requested that she bring him to the rose ceremony so I was excited about that but we didn't actually see Spoiler any of alert, she didn't do it or maybe she did but we didn't get to see it mm -hmm. um he likes Kendall he says that she's quirky. She's and a surprise. Sexy in a surprising way. Ooh. Ooh. And then, so then, like, they go back to a group, and Kendall is talking about how she had, like, such a great day. And Crystal just interrupts her. 
Yeah. To say, well, I really had a hard time today. This day challenged me. What? It was like, I, it might've been editing. They might've, but yeah, it just seems so bonkers that she just like talked over her that loudly and like that much, (laughs) like mid sentence, just. I need to be the center of attention. For yeah. This. And so she's saying she had a really she has a really hard time with these big groups. Meanwhile, she was on that small group with Ari all day. Yeah. Like so there were like four. Yeah. Four girls in each group and sorry, and four Ari. women in each group and Ari in that blue group with them. Yeah. So so, she, so there was no big like she had the best version of the day that right. you could have had. Yep. Yeah. So. Uh, the other ladies are pretty annoyed with her. And so Crystal has her time with Ari and he asks how she is. And she just kind of goes off about how she's like excited, but it's really hard. And she thinks she's a, a target because she got, got the one on one really day. early. And just people feel threatened. It <sighs> just really weighs on me. And I feel oh. ostracized. And um, I wrote, dear God, I hope Ari sees that she's crazy. Uh, and she, she, oh, she's so above this and beyond this and floored with the insecurities of the other women. And, oh, my, oh gosh. my gosh, just get over yourself. Right. Uh, yeah, what a boring conversation. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're oh, really, so you're sorry. having a hard so time. Sorry for that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the so other girls are being mean oh. to you. So in the hot tub on their date thing. They were part of the first group that got there. So yeah, they get to and, hang out and Ari on their own. Was over and put his arm around her and was sitting next to her in the hot tub. And then Tia and Caroline came over and one of them put their arm around the other one yeah. and they were like See, we can be were, in love too. Yeah, they were also having a relationship and uh and this really it just like hurt Crystal's feelings a lot. Yeah. Because she's a target yeah and like so, no or it could just be that like hey the guy you're dating is in the hot tub with his arm around one girl that's kind of weird maybe so I'm let's do just this. like go and like yeah pretend like it doesn't bother us and yep be funny yeah so she pulls tia and caroline aside who are the two that were doing that and she tells them that her feelings were hurt really bad today. Yeah, and they're just like, "What?" And yeah, they weren't doing it to be mean to her. And she's like, "Well, I don't know." And they're like, "No, we were do like it had. It was not a, like an attack on you." Yeah. And she's like, "Well, I was really uncomfortable with getting the one on one so early." Yeah. And they're just like, "Yeah, nope, nope, not gonna hear it." Yeah. And then Tia like, just gets. I'm up not and gonna walks feel away. bad for you that you got a one on one date. Yeah. That's crazy. So Tia goes and talks to Ari and she kind of like mentions that she doesn't like that people have been talking about her, mm-hmm. but says she wants to spend her time with him, yep. talking to him and just keeping it about the two of them. And she shows that she's really vulnerable. Um, she says that she she feels a lot of things for him and she doesn't like thinking that he might be feeling that same way about other women. Yep. Um, and he, I think, just appreciates that she's opening up. Meanwhile, Crystal just keeps saying how she's here for Ari, which is so weird because it's like, are you accusing other people of not being there for Ari? Are you actually not there for him and you're trying to convince people that you are? Like, I don't know. It seems like she's putting on a show. Definitely. I just think that she feels really uncomfortable. And so she's projecting all these insecurities on everybody else. I think that she like thought that she was it. She was going to be the winner. And so... 
she was just biding her time and now it doesn't really seem like that and he's not giving her those signals and yeah yeah it's because that's not that was never a thing right you just just delusional you said everybody else was delusional but you're the delusional one yeah um so tia gets the rose for the group date and kendall's or sorry crystal's very confused yeah because she's whatever uh crystal oh god then she also says she feels very proud by overcoming all these obstacles yeah and she says this is the next day i think she says it's it's hard for me to shine, you know, while not being intimidating to the other women because I come off as flawless. It's like, what? Yeah. She's so condescending and full of herself she all the time. about? Yeah. Um, so, okay. So Becca M gets the one-on-one date and it's there. They go horseback riding and their horses are cowboy. In general. Uh, I would like you to right now list five horse names that are better than those two uh clopper <laughs> clopper good um black beauty okay uh better names that are better than cowboy <laughs> and general i mean like Reg- Hedgehog, reginald vacuum cleaner in mr robot <laughs> <laughs> good yeah okay, i mean cool. like those are very like literal generic horse names oh so boring yeah, I would I would name my horse something way cooler than cowboy or general. All right. So then the big thing with Becca's date and everybody's talking about it back at the house is has she told him her age yet? And it needs it is a factor. Uh it like she's 22 and but there there was one so Jacqueline was one of the people that was talking about it and she said that like she's She's like an experienced junkie like Becca is where she likes to, to do a lot of things and, and mm-hmm. like live her life and see the world and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But that at 22, a lot of that was experienced like and she was able to do it because she was single. Yeah. And so like having that perspective and that like things do change as you get older and being single is is sort of a part of her lifestyle. Yep. Um. Yeah, so that was that was it was nice to have somebody kind of like break it down a little bit more rather than just like objecting she's so young, to the fa- yeah, like and just not, yeah. um, especially when some of them are just like basically the same age, yeah, yeah. So they go on their horseback ride and they end up at this big barrel that they is a hot tub, I guess, mm-hmm. um, and they drink champagne in it, and, and she sits on his lap. Yeah, and this like in this scene was like very intimate because they were in their, you know, mostly nakedness and she was really close and she was like rubbing his chest and like his collarbone and she, he was talking yeah. about how he has a scar. Yeah, and cuz he got into a car accident. Yeah, and then he was like, "Oh yeah, those are screws that you're feeling." She's like, "Ooh." Yeah. And there's like a steel plate in there. And the car's name was Black Widow and apparently was a big problem for other people too, but he didn't know about it when he bought it when he was 15. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and they both say that they weren't expecting to have such an attraction to each other. Yeah. Meanwhile, back at the house, Chelsea and Caroline are talking about how not telling her age is a big problem. Yep. But the, if she conceals it, she'll stay. But if she actually tells him, she's definitely going home. Go. 
We'll see about that. Yeah. So in the evening part of the date, Ari kind of sets us up saying that he really wants to know if their lives can match up and learn more about her. Uh, and he talks about bringing up a little bit more about like in the beginning, how he wasn't really sure. He told himself like, I don't really know about this Becca girl. Mm -hmm. And then they kissed and he was like, damn it. Dang. Um, which I thought was really cute. And he says, he asks her if she would be ready to get married. If the time was time was right. If it was the right, right time with the right person. Yeah. And she's just like, well, how can I know if that's the case? Like, yeah. really, if those things are true. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure, if the time is right and the person is right. The answer is obviously yes. Because that's how you know the... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I have, like, conflicting feelings on this whole debate that they're having on this show. Like, I get the sense that he is, like, a lot older um, and in a different place in his life than she is. Mm -hmm. And it seems like she still wants to do lots of things. She seems like a very, like open and free spirit person that like i don't know would still want to do a lot of stuff and like he necessarily he's like very settled down now yeah so i see how they're not compatible that way but i think that at the same time the two of them could still be compatible yeah i think so i think i mean he thinks so too yeah um he continues to like tease out like in life are you ready um, because he had a time in his life when he thought that he was ready, but he really wasn't. Mm -hmm. And, um, and he's like, do you like to go out a lot still? Cause he's like, I like to just get up in the morning. And, um, she says that like, she gets up early to go, you know, to go drive, to go climbing with her friends. And then she's like, wait, do you know how old I am? Yeah. And he's he like, says, no, no. and you. she seems like very nervous that he doesn't know. Yeah. Um, and like avoids it for, is trying to kind of be like, yeah. oh, I'm like really nervous about And he just like asks now. her a few times. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm 22. And he's like, oh my God, <laughs> you're so young. Have you, have you ever dated anyone my age? She's not like, well, no. Not seriously. No. Um, he's just like really, really surprised about this, that she's 22. Yeah. He seems totally thrown. And yeah. so he, he like, he's working through all of it. And I think he's he goes through a phase kind of of being convinced that, that it's this not going to work. Definitely not going to work. Yeah. And it's not a good idea. And not because he can't fall for her, but because he knows that he could and yeah. that she just won't. Yeah. And so he really doesn't want to get to the end of this, be in love with her, ask her to marry him and then have her be like, I'm be not like, ready. Actually. No. Yeah. Which with her, it seems like it's much more of a risk than with anybody else. Yeah, but this is like to me, this is the same thing that happened with Rachel and Peter, where yeah. like it wasn't for lack of attraction or and compatibility. Yeah. yeah, it was just like their goal is in the end of this, I want to have a wife or a husband. Yep. And if that person isn't going to be able to to do that, then they're not they're not going to give it a try. He doesn't right. want a girlfriend. He yeah. doesn't want a twenty two year old girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> when he leaves the show. He wants to have a fiance and to get a wife, which I think is like, I don't know. I still, I struggle with it. I guess because I'm still, I'm not there. I'm not in Ari's phase of life where like, I mean, like I love you and we're going to get married, yeah. but like if we, if, if 
if I didn't have you, I wouldn't be like actively seeking husband. Yeah. You know, like that's not like. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, we kind of just fell into it. Yeah. And it, like... it makes sense. Yeah. But it's not like. I don't know. This is different. like he's out on his own seeking a wife. Yeah. You know, because he wants to start a family. Yeah. Um, where I think like we still have time to kind of like start a family and that yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah, it seems weird mm-hmm. to like have that be like, being such a driving force in his life. Yeah. I think because like when you're dating, like you need to not really have that. I don't know. I think of like when you first start dating somebody, oh, right. like you don't know that you're going to end up with them. Yeah. So like, just enjoy the moment, yes. you know, and like, see if you're interested, yeah. you know, but to kind of be like, well, I don't really know you that well, but like, will you marry me? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I'm not saying you need to but or like, that we will, will but like, will you? <laughs> like, that's hard to do. Yeah. It's like, well, I don't even know if I like you yeah. yet. So that's, it. it's hard to like, see, see people like, yeah. Like, how freaked out would you be, would you have been at, like, three weeks if we were talking about marriage? I don't know. Well, because I think think it happens a lot more often where women are the ones thinking about that kind of stuff. Uh Um, Like, I I don't know. Like, I listen to a podcast. I listen to Tinder's podcast. Okay. Um, What is it called? DTR. And so you could check that out if you're interested. Um, And they... So it's like people that are on Tinder and they talk to somebody who is like the host of the show and try to like get them to have a better Tinder experience. And And a lot like in one of the problems that comes up a lot is that like that women going out on dates are like pressuring people and like asking them very early on, Mm -hmm. like, well, what are you looking for? And it's like there's a different it's it's hard i think people people get confused about what that means like if you're yes i'm looking for a long-term relationship like yes that is the end goal but right but i'm not necessarily someone they're thinking like oh you want to date me you want that from me me? yeah Yeah. it's like we haven't even finished our cup of coffee yet and you're already telling me this stuff so yeah like splitting that up is kind of yeah i get get. like there's a distinction there yeah um that people get confused about i think sure (laughs) Yeah, no, I hear you. And they're they're always trying to encourage people to just like go on dates and just like go on a date because you don't know, right? You don't know if the people if you're gonna like them if they're gonna like you. Yeah. So to even be thinking like, well, is this a person I could marry? It's like, well, just you you have to that takes time to figure out. Yeah. Um, But but they don't have the the luxury of that on this show. Yeah. Yes. So it really is something that needs to be addressed like right away. Mm Hmm. Um. So. Ari voices a lot of concerns, but then Becca is also saying like this is really scary for her too because like she's always thinking about does this guy really fit into my life too? Yeah. So I like that she got to say that, mm-hmm. you know, because I feel like they could have just made this very, very one-sided. Yeah. Um, and he also, so I liked this part where because this kind of helped to tease something out for me. Like he said, you're the most incredible. You might be the most incredible person I've ever met, um, but I don't want to go through all of this and be heartbroken. And she says like, well, wouldn't that, wouldn't it be worth it? Like, even if it does end badly, like wouldn't it be worth it just to have like felt those feelings? Mm -hmm. And he says, no, no. And so I think that that's like, yeah, that's a certain way of thinking about it. Yeah. And I think that that shows them as, like, kind of two different people. Yeah. Like, she's 
still okay with getting her heart broken. Yeah, and, and learning about love and relationships yeah. and just having those like feelings and being excited about somebody. Yeah. Um, but he's like, no, I'd, I would rather... Yeah, not have that happen and just get married. And just go with a safe bet. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that's going to be a thing later on. Like, I think that I don't think that they're going to end up together. And I think it's going to be because of things like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's interesting to see their dynamic. Um, Because I feel like we do get to see a lot of like actual conversations going on between Mm -hmm. them, where with a lot of people, we're just really seeing a lot of superficial stuff. Oh, wow. You're beautiful. (laughs) There's not that much of it. It still happens quite a bit. No, but it's like, well, so why haven't you fallen in love? Oh, yeah. Yeah, We've heard that conversation. Right. Tell us something more interesting about you. Yeah. And that's on the producers because I'm sure they talk about other things. Sure. So he picks up the, or she asks, so how are you feeling? He's like, I'm going to pick up the rose. Yeah. Let me do this with a rose in my hand, (laughs) he says, which it's like, because you know that when they break up with someone, they're supposed to be holding the rose. Yeah. So it seemed like possible. Yeah. So he's like, I'm I'm afraid this is going to fall apart at the end. But here, do you, will you accept this rose? Yeah. So he does offer the butt. rose. Uh, and then they kiss. And he, okay, so she's wearing like these big hoop earrings. And he <laughs> does the thing where he like puts his hands on the side of her face. But like his his finger, two of his fingers went like into the hoop <laughs> earring, which just made me very nervous. Like he wasn't going to notice. He was going to like try to brush. Up in that. Yeah. And, like, tug on her ears. Yeah, don't. The producer was probably like, whoa, Ari, watch your hands. Got him in her hoop earrings. I mean, that's part of the move, I guess. Yeah, just slide it in. Don't say slide oh, sorry. It in. I didn't mean for it to sound like that. <laughs> oh, God. It was not a sexual thing that's at all. It's part of his moves. Yeah. Gross. Okay. Um. All right. So that was the end of her date. And then we cut to Jenna. And I don't know what she was talking about, but I just, I think she was catching us up on. Oh, she told us who had roses. Yeah. Um. She is our. Oh, what was his name? Oh, uh, Iggy. Iggy, yeah. She's our Iggy. Where just explains things. Yeah, we're like, she's definitely not going to be the winner, but she'll be our narrator. Yep. Uh, but there was a big lack of Jenna, and I'm hoping that next week we'll, we'll be better. <laughs> More Jenna, please. Uh, Crystal is still blabbing on, saying... Oh, and Kendall is complaining about that and yeah. says that, like... She just says cheesy things that, like, a, a public speaker might have told her to say. Yeah, in a motivational speaker may yeah, have taught and, her. Like, doesn't really mean anything yeah. or seem sincere or genuine in any way. And yeah. it's really bothering people. Yeah. So there's no cocktail party. Chris Harrison comes out and tells us. Yep. Um, which we are happy about because there wasn't a lot of time left in the episode. <laughs> and I like that we're, like, ending with a yeah, rose ceremony. Yeah, so much better. Yeah. Um. Crystal starts to panic. Oh, someone says, I think Crystal is starting to panic. And then it cuts to a shot of Crystal saying, fuck, as she as goes walking up, up the stairs. stairs. Yeah. Um, so Ari our... starts the rose ceremony. And Crystal's like, can I, can I, have a, can I interrupt for a minute? Can I have a moment with you? <laughs> can I pull you aside? Okay. So he's like, yep. So they go and she's like, I'm so nervous. And then she's like, I'm not here to play games. I'm here for you. And he's like, yep, I know that. Back to the rose ceremony. Well, while that was happening, though, everybody else just like sat down on the steps. Yeah, and they were, they were all, in. they all just kept saying how it was so disrespectful. And to me, it's like, yeah, I don't know. She's just doing what she needs to do. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal. 
Yeah. I think like the, she's shooting herself in the foot. Right. Oh, absolutely. Like, I think he's seeing stuff like this. And, like, they didn't kiss or anything during that. And, like, during their time, during the date night the other night. Yeah. The group date, they didn't kiss during that either. No, and it seems like, it just seems like a lot of work. Like, their relationship has just become work. And yeah. it's not, like, fun anymore. Yeah. Like, she was a front runner when she went on that one-on-one date and, like, has been riding that. But he's kind of just, like, distanced himself a little bit, it feels like. Yeah. It definitely feels like that. Because she's annoying. Yeah. All right. So, uh, CN, Becca, M, and Tia already have roses. Mm-hmm. So, then Lauren gets a rose. Do you have anything to say about Lauren? Um, Not really. He pulled her aside first that one time. Yeah. And he said, like... Oh, I might just have to take you out on a date or something like that. Oh, that's right. So she right. might get a one-on-one. Yeah. It's fun speculating about a show that's already aired. Oh, yeah. It's on <laughs> that's now, right? right? Um, that's true. Kendall gets a rose. Yep. Hopefully we'll see her taxidermy duck. Oh. Ashley gets a rose. Becca K gets a rose. Chelsea gets a rose. Jenna gets a rose. Yeah. Yeah, girl. Get it. Get it, girl. <laughs> Uh, Jacqueline and then Marie gets a rose and then it's down to between Crystal, Caroline and Brittany. Yep. And Crystal gets it. Yeah. Which is You not were surprising. really hoping that Crystal would not get it. Yeah. I I was well, too, but I, I I thought she was going to get it once she came back. Like if he if she pulled him aside and he was like yeah, this isn't working out. Like I thought he would have broken up with her right there. Yeah, would have sent her home when she yeah interrupted stop the rose ceremony but that didn't happen um so Brittany and caroline did not get roses during that ceremony so they're going home as well as mikhail who went home yep earlier in the week and Brittany handled it wonderfully she walked up to him and said don't you know don't worry about it and then in her like to the camera interview she said this is just one chapter in my life um, I just want to find someone soon. Yeah. You know, she wasn't, yeah, she, she, doesn't was like, think, she doesn't now think that she is unlovable. Yeah. She was like teary eyed, but it's just probably because in general, it's just an emotional night. Yeah. Um, Caroline was mostly just sad that he chose Crystal over her. Yeah. And she was wearing a weird dress. Yeah. I think I it, could not, I was having a hard time figuring out what was going on. So it had, it was a black dress and it had like a, a collar. But I, th- and I think it had like a nude top part. Yeah. And then it was like a straight across strapless. Mm-hmm. But the collar and the top of the dress were connected. Yeah. But like you could really just see like the seam along the side. Yeah. So it, yeah, it was, just, it was strange. It also made her head look really small. Oh, really? Yeah, that, that's what I took from it. Mm. Because it was just like... You think it was the dress that yeah, made Yeah, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. No, I think it was just a bad dress. I also think it was a bad dress. I don't like it when dresses have those like mesh flesh colored panels yeah. to like connect pieces. Yeah, it looks weird. It seems like it should be constructed so that those are not necessary. Yeah. Like some, a lot of times they'll have it in like the cleavage part too. Yeah. And that just seems weird too. Yeah. All right, when I tried on wedding dresses, there were some that had that stuff and mm-hmm. 
I just don't really, I don't really like it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how that could be used well. But I don't know. I don't know much about dressmaking. It's more for, yeah, I guess if you have like part, like little pieces like sticking up that would eventually like sag down, you need something to like. Yeah. But then you just shouldn't build the dress that way. Yeah. That's my personal opinion about dress craftsmanship. Dressmaking 101. Make it right or don't make it at all. (laughs) That's what I always say. (laughs) All right. So then we did not watch the spoilers, but at the very end. Um, Chelsea was talking to Marique um, and Marique was not happy with someone who told Ari that she was brushing her hair and like doing vanity stuff and using the compass as a mirror during the hiking date. Yeah. And then she's like, and Chelsea was like, Oh, well I told him that you were fixing your hair. Yeah. And she's like, and then Marie got very upset and was talking about how, and you know, I've heard of like slut shaming, but I can't believe you're glam shaming me just because I wanted to make myself look good. Which yeah i think it's pretty legit and yeah. i actually i like i like that she i don't know stood up like, for herself yeah like yeah slut shaming body shaming and your glam shaming which sure glam shaming is not a thing i've ever heard of before yeah. but yeah if she wants to like it's not hurting anybody right like if she wants to make sure her hair looks good or yeah. she wants to i don't know yeah um but then chelsea got very defensive it was like i used to be a model i'm pro glam i have never been anti-glam and it just seemed like such a stupid conversation to it me. It seemed very stupid. Very vapid and very bachelor. Yeah. Well, t- I have never been. I, yeah. yeah. Well, you are being anti-glam because yeah. you're making fun of somebody yep. for fixing their hair while they're hiking. Yeah. Well, I brought it up. I brought it up in like a joking way, though. Yeah, but the joke was at Marie's expense. So you need to calm it down, Chelsea. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What would go your, drink some pee. Go drink some pee. What do you think your daughter would say? She would probably make fun of her too. Yeah. Good good one, mom. She'd be like, ha ha. You got her good, That's mom. not what a compass is for. It's for finding true north. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any thoughts about, about anything? Um, I feel like there, I, there's still like a lot of people I don't really know about. I know too much about Crystal. <laughs> I want her to go away or just for the focus to shift to other people. Yeah. Um, I feel weird about Becca K, Becca who got the first one-on-one. I yeah. feel like we haven't seen anything from her. Oh, yeah. Um, So I'd like to like see if they're still interested in each other. Yeah. My guess for this next week is mm-hmm. that um, Kendall's going to get a date, a one-on-one date. And if she doesn't, Lauren will get a one-on-one date. Or maybe both. Yeah. We haven't seen any two-on-one dates yet, have we? No. I think it's going to be Crystal and Tia will have a two-on-one date. That's crazy, though. Why? Because those are two front runners. I think he really likes Tia. Yeah, and then Crystal gets sent home. Yeah, but that's not usually how it works. Two-on-one dates? Yeah, one person goes home. No, one no, stays. but like, isn't it usually people that are kind of eh? Because a lot of times both of them get sent home. Oh, yeah. I yeah, don't know. Maybe it's, it's, I don't know. It's I, either that or it's usually. I hope that it's not that. That sounds awful. <laughs> no, I don't think it'll be next week. Those usually happen a little bit later. I think. Yeah. Who knows? 
But it's usually people that have conflicts. But yeah, I agree. I think Lauren is up for a one-on-one. Kendall, um, I don't think. I think like... Or Chelsea. Yeah, maybe Chelsea. But I think everybody else is too distant to get a one-on-one date. Yeah, like Jenna, Jacqueline, Ashley, Marik. I don't see them mm. being the, in the next wave. No. But who knows? That's true. Who knows, really? (laughs) I hope it's Jenna. You know who will know? Anybody who's watched the show already? And us. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tune in next time for... We Trust the the Process. process. I'm Jake. I'm Sarah. And um, we hope you have a nice nice time. And, And we hope to talk to you again soon. Okay. Okay, bye. Goodbye. Welcome to the woods.